Attention-seeking behavior. With Casey Costa. Da -da 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 -da. George, welcome to the show. <laughs> uh, you're on Skype, uh, and I'm not saying that because I don't think you're stupid, uh, but I'm saying that for all of our listeners uh, that uh, we are recording today via Skype because you live in the great city of uh, Chicago. Yeah, hopefully the sound quality is all right. Oh, I'm sure the sound quality is just going to be fine. Uh, I'm not worried about that. So, so George, you're in Chicago, and you live in Wrigleyville. Uh, you know what? I I used to. I live in Lakeview now, which is, I guess, maybe a technicality a little bit, but kind of, a little yeah. bit further south of Wrigley Field than I used to be. Right, but you can still hear the sounds of the cheers from the games. Uh, you know what? I can't anymore, actually. Damn all it. the games are still playing. Yeah. You've I got it. Code. That was really fun to do. You make this whole thing horrible because <laughs> now I obviously haven't done my research on you. But we've known each other for how long? <laughs> <laughs> for those of you that don't know, George is my brother, and we've known each other for how long, George? <laughs> uh, at least a couple years. At ago. least a couple. <laughs> uh, uh all our lives uh which is 28 28 for you 31 no it's 28 or 29 for you right yeah gonna, next week 28 in three days <laughs> jesus christ we are old as dirt 28 six kids uh two wives right six kids <laughs> i said that you're 28 and have six kids you dumbass Gosh, the day I have six kids is the day that I end up in a horrifying accident where I drive off a cliff. <laughs> oh my goodness. You, so you, I've got decent life insurance, though, so it's fine. Decent life insurance, but no one to share it with. So. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> You've got no kids, no wives, no girlfriends, no nothing. Uh, so honestly, right. if if you've got life insurance, who's your beneficiary? Uh, no one at this point. So I assume, uh, I assume that mom and dad would just get into a legal battle over who gets it. Well, do you just want my kids as social security numbers? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I tried to set Shelby as it actually, and uh, Shelby's our sister. <laughs> yeah, I needed her social security number, and I asked Dad and Chan for, it, and they forgot i think so it was, it was meant to go to her if i die tomorrow use this as evidence that my life insurance money is supposed to go to shelby sounds good george's social security or george's life insurance goes to shelby we've heard it here first on attention seeking behavior um but so we were going to record a, a couple of days ago and things just kept popping up uh you had a date right uh which day I think it was last Tuesday. You were you were going on a uh, you had a, a lady friend that you were seeing. Was that on Tuesday? I don't know. I don't... Something sometime this week or last yeah. weekend. There there was a a day where I've been I've been seeing a girl recently, 
I don't know. I don't know if I want to get too deep into it. You sound uh, disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'd use the word disappointed, yeah. <laughs> but it, it's a weird relationship. Ah, well, hey, that's all right. That's okay. That's fine. But um, <clears throat> sorry. Oh man, of course I'm gonna have to cough on the first episode. This is gonna be called the boring episode. I'm but glad you got picked out already. Oh, of course. Um, <laughs> but I want to. I, I want to ask you because, uh, well, when we grew up, we grew up apart, so we didn't get to spend uh, a lot of time together. Like I had to. I had to grow up with living with the person who hates me the most, um, which is our <laughs> our sister, the middle sister, the one older than you, younger than me. Um, we didn't get to experience the, the, uh, growing up phase, uh, of brothers. Uh, so I never got to protect you. You never got to stand up for me being an asshole, which is cool. So, uh, when we were growing up in elementary school, we got to, that's where we spent most of our time and we were called, uh, briefcase and briefcase junior. Yeah. You <laughs> we were called briefcase and I inherited briefcase junior. <laughs> So we got these horrible nicknames uh, in elementary school. I don't know. Wh- I, I wasn't a nerd. I want to point out my nickname really boils down to, we don't know your name, but we know you're Casey's brother. <laughs> That's right. So I think really because we because we didn't get to grow up together, um, because our, our parents are divorced and we, we moved with separate parents, um, we could really tell who the favorites were, right? Um, <laughs> uh, that you really got to come out of your shell. Because I, I always have this thought and this feeling like back in the back of my mind that uh, when we were in elementary school and even when I started junior high, um, I, I lived in your shadow, as odd as it's going to sound. I lived in your shadow because you were the good kid. <laughs> you... <Yeah. laughs> I, you only lived in my shadow in the sense where I didn't cause trouble. <laughs> I don't know if that's living in my shadow, though. No, I li- everybody liked you more, and <laughs> like this is horrible. And I still think that's the truth. Uh, everybody still likes you more. Um, but I was, and it's because you were always good at school. And I remember you coming home and one day with like a note or or. Maybe it was a phone call or something, but the teachers were like, we think George should jump up a grade. And I was like, fuck that. <laughs> He's yeah, going to. They wanted to send me to a different school. The school for hard knocks or. I, I don't remember what it was called, but I, it was, it was, <laughs> it was pretty much, it was a school for smarter kids. I don't I'm like toot my own horn over here. <laughs> hey, this this school's a little too easy for this guy. Let's uh, let's ship him off to uh, somewhere better. Mm-hmm. I, do you? And obviously that never happened. I, I don't know what put the kibosh on that. Um, I did actually. You did. They, yeah, they gave me the choice. They were like, "Well, if you want to, you can, but we won't make you." And you know, I was a kid. I didn't understand the implications of the choice. I was like, "All right, well, I don't want to leave my friends, so I'm just gonna stay here. See you guys later." <laughs> Do you ever wonder about if you ever took that? Yeah, I absolutely wish I did take that. Maybe I wouldn't be such a burnout right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. He said you you're not a burnout. I mean, you have a you have a decent job in in the heart of Chicago, right? 
Yeah, people who work at Blockbuster Video also have a job. Well, yeah, I get that. But I mean, well, what what do you do now that you think that if you took that um, that new school, that intermediate school, that you would be doing differently? Uh, honestly, I don't know, because that was so early on in my life that I mean, it, it would have changed potentially everything, or maybe nothing at all. I I couldn't tell you, but you know there there's potential that something would have been different there. Right. I so hear right you. Right now, I, I work at a job where I have pretty much a zero advancement <laughs> opportunity. I It's like a dead-end thing, and I just spin myself in circles every day of my life. Do you want to yeah. say the name of the company? Maybe we can no. get them to sponsor <laughs> us. <laughs> I'm in this dead-end job. Please work for me. Taco Bell. You did work at Taco Bell, actually. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, I was uh, 15, 16, right around there. And <laughs> I, I believe you told me once, uh, I, I think we came to visit you in Chicago um, at one point, and you told me that the best time to get Taco Bell is the beginning of the week because that's when you get the good meat. Yeah, we... They get two different grades of meat there, maybe more than that, I don't remember, but I sort of got two different types of meat, and we used the good meat first, and then after that, you got the lower quality meat. <laughs> and considering they're not allowed to even call it meat, they have to call it meat product, I can only imagine get what the out. worst grade is. Yeah, <laughs> Wait a minute. They have to refer to it as meat product. It's not... They can't call it meat or beef or whatever it is that they used to call it. But they put that on the menu. They say beef or chicken. But it really should yeah. be, you know, you want a you want a meat product quesadilla? Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that only goes for the beef. The chicken, I think, can actually be called chicken. Oh, but uh, can I get one of those meat product burritos? Yeah, oh. <laughs> don't eat at Taco Bell often. Taco Bell is, is great, but well, <laughs> don't rely on it for the substance. Ta- Taco Bell is actually our first sponsor. Um, <laughs> 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 we're giving out all the secrets. The cinnamon twist, those are really noodles, right? I mean... <laughs> yeah, those are those are just noodles. They just over they're like a certain kind of noodle that expands when you fry it. Maybe that's all noodles. I don't really know. Okay, hold on. I was just joking. The only reason I was joking about that is because on occasion, uh, I know that I had a noodle in the cinnamon twists, but they're really noodles? Taco Bell doesn't serve spaghetti also, yeah. Right. Where did that noodle is coming from? <laughs> well, I know. That's why I was like, where the fuck is this noodle coming from? I got a yeah. noodle in my cinnamon twists. I got a cinnamon noodle. That's uh, it's just a little noodle that didn't fry right. Oh my goodness! Well, so it's like, it's like Back to the Future. <laughs> they put it in the microwave, and it's now this puff twist, right? Yeah, pretty much they do that. <laughs> then they put it in a garbage bag with a load of cinnamon and sugar shaker on for a while, and, and dump it in your bag. I love how you say garbage bag. This episode is sponsored by Hefty. Um, <laughs> Man, you got a lot of sponsors. I got a lot of sponsors. I bet. <laughs> All I'm hoping is that somebody at Hefty hears this and's like, "Yeah, we're the Cinnamon Twist bag. <laughs> we'll sponsor your show. We want the attention." Uh, 
So you you worked at uh, you worked at Taco Bell, and I can't believe we transitioned into that. But uh, you had the best quit. You quit there the best way possible. Yeah. What? All right. So Taco <laughs> Bell, I'm sixteen ish. I know I I could drive at the time, uh, and they minimum wage was like seven fifty at the time, I believe. So that's all I'm getting. And I hated it there. It was so stressful because that was like the only restaurant in the neighborhood people went to. So it was so busy all the time. And then during the lunch rush one day, I had my girlfriend pull in, order her like usual thing from Taco Bell. Her meat product quesadilla. No, she liked (laughs) the the cheesy potatoes. (laughs) The cheesy Uh, potatoes. Yeah, she got that and something something else that i wanted and then when she pulled up to the window where i would normally take her money i just grabbed the food i hopped out the window i got in her car and we drove away <laughs> Thelma and louise style we're in this together baby <laughs> yeah i never came back it was great. did you ever cut you you i'm sure they probably still have a check waiting for you uh no definitely not it uh they either mailed it to me or I had direct deposit. I don't remember, but like I, I didn't have to go back for anything. Oh my goodness, that is that is just great. Like no middle fingers, no like fuck you, Taco Bell. Taking no, your. I just went, All right, see you guys. And I hopped out the window. <laughs> I I hear that the manager who was on duty saved a copy of the security footage. <laughs> <laughs> they use that for training. They're like, don't be a George. Yeah. Oh my goodness! The real Taco Bell training videos. Uh, they have one where you have to watch a video of two guys robbing a store so that you know what to do, which is pretty much just give them all the money and shut your goddamn mouth. Uh, <laughs> but the two actors that they have to play the robbers were Vince Vaughn and Ray Liotta. Not quite weirder <laughs> than that, actually. It is a body double of Fabio. And Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> the dynamic duo comes into Rob Taco Bell. <laughs> it is the weirdest video because I swear to God, it is those two people who come in and demand all the money. <laughs> That's one way to get her done. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think they even hung out. Yeah. <laughs> get me some of that meat product, quesadilla, and the money. Get her done. <laughs> Oh my goodness! What does Fabio distract you with his massive packs? Look yeah, at me, I'm Fabio. Look, I want to talk to you for a minute. Can you give me the safe code? <laughs> <laughs> Is that how Fabio talks? I don't know. I think so. <laughs> well, we play impressions later on in the show. Oh, but that's my Fabio. Come over here. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Your face is so greasy from that meat product quesadilla. <laughs> Give me the security cards. <laughs> oh man. So we I got to miss a lot um growing up with you. Uh and I really wish I was part of that. So uh, it's it's really sad and we can't go back and relive those things but uh, hearing these stories at least uh, we, we can have a lot of fun um one, one of my favorite stories of growing up with you is when we lived in arkansas yep we, <laughs> we lived in arkansas 
uh, and you were a you were a torrid sleeper. You just you could sleep for four days in a row and wake up like, all right, guys, what did I miss? <laughs> you know, um, there was one time, and we were horrible at so to set the scene. George is a, a sleeper. He can sleep through. He can sleep through the apocalypse. He'd wake up and he'd be like, "Where is everybody?" Oh, I still find it so convenient when I'm like on a trip or somewhere weird. Everybody else has a hard time falling asleep. I just assume any position and I'm out. <laughs> oh my goodness! But so George is a sleeper, and. Uh, were we I, were we sharing a bedroom with our sister at the time? In Arkansas? Yeah. Uh, no, she wasn't even there. Okay. No, I um, believe she was. Well, if she wasn't, whatever. Are you but talking about Carrie or Shelby? I'm talking about Carrie. Shelby wasn't born yet. This yeah, was Carrie this was much younger. I think she was. Well, whatever. But we were horrible at picking up our room too. Oh, yeah. you're talking about when we were in the house. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, uh, the apartment in the links. Yeah, Carrie was definitely there. Oh, yeah, so. Carrie wasn't at the apartment at the links. Uh, that was the one where we almost got our parents evicted. <laughs> I think we actually might have. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure we did. <laughs> I was oh, actually sorry. just telling that to somebody the other day <laughs> that I'm pretty sure you and I were responsible for us having to leave that apartment complex. Because it was on a it was on a golf course, and what we used to do, we were small and skinny enough that we could sneak through the bars, and we would sneak onto the golf. <laughs> we would sneak onto the golf course, and there was like this little ravine, and a little tunnel that connected that was you know uh, allowed the golf courses to connect from a bridge. Yeah, and we would we would collect minnows, the little the little fish. This is such like a fucked up thing to admit to anyone that you did in your life. <laughs> I, I, it's kind of sadistic what happens to those minnows, but what yeah, we would do. Is. The only thing that makes me feel better about it is that I definitely was not a sentient human being at the time. <laughs> what were you? Just a bag of flesh marching around. I don't know. Just following. Well, what we would do is we would take these fish and then uh, and because it, it's Arkansas, it's the summer, like all the time there. And we would take these fish. And if we saw people's air conditioners were going, we would drop the fish yeah, into uh, the air conditioners. They're not and, like window unit air conditioners. They no, were the big block ones like you would have uh, in a house with the fan facing upwards oh my goodness i'm i'm cringing just telling this story yeah i, I hate admitting to people yeah. that we essentially oh. took fish and threw them inside of a giant blender for fun oh i know oh so we're sorry uh the lynx is also a sponsor <laughs> <laughs> we're so sorry that we did that um but that so that was one of the things that was one of the things that we did. We also would take people's newspapers and we would drop it in the ravine and then we would pick them up and then just start whipping them at people's doors. I yeah, mean, that one I especially don't understand what we were doing. <laughs> what was our logic there? I, we were horrible, horrible children growing up and we're much, much better for it. <clears throat> like, I think there's uh 
I don't think we could get in trouble for this now. I'm I'm not afraid of mom or, or Shannon and dad calling us and saying, hey. The statute of limitations <laughs> is over. Right. It's been too long. It's like the Golden Gate Killer. Like, you know, like it's been too long. I've been living my life. <laughs> uh, no, I actually am glad they caught the Golden Gate Killer, but still. Um, so we used to do that. And then... Uh, I remember another time there that, uh, oh, oh man, this sounds really bad. All of these, it, I think this episode should be cringeworthy now because uh, that when we lived at the apartment, that was when we were first introduced to South Park. Do you remember that? Yeah. And we learned the word dildo. Yep. And then we stopped watching South Park because we weren't allowed to anymore. Uh, out of anything else, that, that that was the word that we picked up on. It was dildo. Um, and well, I think, you remember why, right? I remember the exact episode. I, I think it's because he was calling everybody a dildo, right? Yeah, Cartman starts calling everyone a dildo when he, like doesn't like what they're doing or whatever like right it's pretty much his word for asshole so then we called dad a dildo because <laughs> he wanted us to do something and <laughs> that was that no more stuff <laughs> did we do i don't remember calling him a dildo because it was me I oh like <laughs> It sounds more like something I would do. I'm like I was the I one. Know, right? I was the one who had the Power Ranger rings. Who told uh, Shannon's parents to not touch my motherfucking rings. Like I was Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. Well, if I had known what a dildo was at the time, I probably wouldn't have said it. But me, it was just a word. Right. And my dad. Yeah. <laughs> so I I also remember at, at that same time too. Uh, we, and, and was, it's another South Park episode. Um, Shannon, I'm so sorry, Shannon, <laughs> was, uh, holding like a Christmas party at the links, at the links. And we were going around asking people, um, if it's okay to kill somebody, if they ask you to kill them. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. I think it was like Stan's grandpa was like, just kill me, Billy. <laughs> and Stan was like, is it okay to kill somebody if they really want it and if they ask for it? And so we were asking uh, people that she worked with if it was okay to kill people. <laughs> Imagine how creepy of a question that would be to get for two little kids. Like, what are these kids doing in their free Oh, my time? goodness. This is this is called our confession. Uh, so we are so sorry, but like these are the things that I remember. Like growing up with, growing up with you, I don't think we had a lot of like fun memories. I think most of our memories were us getting in trouble. Yeah, yeah whatever. It was, yeah. it was fun at the time. Right, but going back to the original story, one of them was is because you are, are such a huge sleeper. Sorry to backtrack on everything. We kept going in different directions is uh, I went out and went to go play with friends and didn't know where you were. And I remember coming back and I'm like, I can't find George. I don't know where he is. To the point where I think our parents called the cops and was like, I need to report a missing kid. 
and then you woke up. You're like, hey guys, <laughs> what's going on? And Where then was I sleeping? In the bed. It was our room was just so messy, full of toys, that I didn't look on the bed. Oh my god, that's so embarrassing. Yeah. Right? And then you have to call the cops again and go be like, I'm sorry he was sleeping. I'm a narnar. <laughs> oh my and god. That should have ended up in a uh, like a newspaper somewhere. <laughs> we have this thing called uh, Argus nine one one where they uh, where they report uh, stories like somebody called because there was a cat, you know, walking the street. <clears throat> cat looked like it was about to sell drugs or something. So woman, old woman calls because there's a lone cat trying to sell drugs on her street. Uh, that would show up in the Little Rock Centennial. I don't know. <laughs> Family calls to report child, child missing. Found in bed, in bed <laughs> sleeping. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I'm trying to think of some other uh, other times, uh, you know, just growing up with you that just weren't good for us. <laughs> I mean, they shaped us to. I mean, they shaped us to who we are. I think we're much much better people now. You know, it, I don't think there's a problem with uh, with us there. But uh, it, oh, yeah, I'd rather be a bad human when I'm younger than when I'm this age. You know? Oh, right. I mean, I, yeah, I, I could just look back and just, I know I was like the spawn of Satan growing up and you were called that more than once. (laughs) Right. Right. You know, speaking of being called spawn of Satan, do you remember the time that uh, (laughs) our parents are going to listen to this podcast and they're going to be like, Oh my God. Do you remember the time that, uh, mom yelled at dad? She's like, suck my dick. And then I heard it, and I came back in the bedroom, and I was like, "Mom just told Dad to suck his uh, suck her dick. I didn't know she had one." <laughs> and that was my start of comedy. Uh, like my mom's got <laughs> what's that my movie? Mom's got a dick. Oh. Well, you know what? That explains a whole lot, in my opinion. <laughs> No, we love our parents. We love them both. <laughs> I don't think mom's going to listen to this anyways. So, uh, but, uh, well, I, I'm happy to have you, and uh, I'm, I'm glad we could reminisce about that. And, and like I said, I, I would have uh, really enjoyed, uh, you know, being, you know, closer uh, by to you uh, when we were growing up, especially in those those weird, awkward years when you were wearing makeup and, <laughs> and listening to emo music. Look, I've done a really good job at hiding that part of my life. <laughs> we'll cut this out. No, we won't. Um, <laughs> oh, but I, well, I mean, what I think, what I think happened is that once like we got separated. You also kind of started to get a bit more mischievous. You know, you weren't following somebody into the mischief. You were you were like, I can do this myself, you know. Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I Well, because I turned into a teenager, and I think every teenager becomes a little piece of shit. I, was I a teenager all my life then? Because, I mean... <laughs> Some say you still are. I, you know, that might be the case. I still laugh at the word booby. So... <laughs> 
that was why that was actually why um one of my first girlfriends bethany hope you're listening to this um she uh, she God broke damn, yeah i know <laughs> she she's also sponsoring this episode uh she broke up with me uh in high school because i was immature i'm like i'm 14 years old of course i'm immature i still laugh at the word teddy you know <laughs> like that was that was rough but uh I, she i guess i came up during her bachelorette party um when right before she got married and i was coming back uh to to visit my friends in minnesota at the time and we met up with one of her close friends who was a good friend of ours and she said oh hey you got brought up at bethany's bachelorette party i said oh cool how she's like you don't want to (laughs) know i'm like what you can't just say that i know i'm like you can't just say that that, right so i'm like you have to tell me she's like all right but it's pretty bad and she goes, well, at the, the we had a we were playing a question game, and one of the questions was, who was your worst kiss? And she said, you, which is me. <laughs> yeah, which is me. Just so, <laughs> <clarify> <laughs> so I turned that into a bit uh, of mine uh, that I use on stage, and. I did that at my 10 year high school reunion and I get on stage and I start explaining all that. And I get to the part where she said, and she said, you were the worst kiss. And everybody in the crowd went, Oh, like they felt sorry for me, but I'm like, guys, I'm memorable. (laughs) Yeah. Some things are so bad. You'll never forget. Uh, Yeah, exactly. Hey, I mean, do you remember bad movies? Sometimes, yeah. I'm one of those sometimes. <laughs> You're one of the movies. That I'm one of the movies. Yeah, she's just like, I'm glad I saw it once. Because <laughs> now I know that this is going to be, and now I know a bad kiss. And so, <laughs> I'd love Keep to. Hi, Casey. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to ask him, like, like what was really bad about it? Because I've been married for ten years now, and I've got two kids, so obviously I'm good at something. Yeah. <laughs> at persevering. That's, that <laughs> I overcome the obstacles. <laughs> when life gives me lemons, I make lemonade. Damn it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> all right, all right. Enough about me. So, you you went uh, to Washington D.C. earlier this year, right? I started. Well, I tried. <laughs> tried. I tried to. <laughs> so you you made a <laughs> an effort was made. <laughs> Sorry for coughing. I apologize, but uh, you made a failed attempt to Washington D.C. Yes. Yes. <laughs> super cheap tickets to Washington and I've never been and I don't remember how much the tickets cost but it was like 150 bucks round trip or something that was a steal so I got them I was was it uh was it Larry the cable guy and uh Fabio stealing those tickets yeah (laughs) I just sent him a Twitter DM and they hooked me up it was pretty 
easy in and out. They could get you that meat product, <laughs> that meat product quesadilla for your in-flight yeah. meal. All right. Oops. <laughs> so the meat, the meat product is beef and Taco Bell. Who gets a beef quesadilla? I don't know. Do you, do you get that quesadilla? No, I get a chicken quesadilla. <laughs> so we've got to talk about the track your life is on right now. <laughs> I snorted. I'm sorry. I get it. I get the chicken quesadilla. I think the chicken quesadilla is the best. Yeah, I, I agree with that. The steak is not good enough. To no. Good enough to chew. The, the, steak is, is, the steak is meat byproduct to me as well. Yeah. So. Well, you know what? That might be true, actually. I don't know. <laughs> we can't tell you that this meat is or is actually horse. So <laughs> <laughs> you're eating sea biscuit. <laughs> All right. So All right. the tickets were cheap. Yeah, tickets tickets were cheap, so I got them, and I like leave work early. I go to the airport, and I've got like two or three hours to spare because I had nothing going on that day. So I was like, you know what? I'll just go to the airport early and chill there because I was working on some writing stuff. And I want to say this was right around the time the new Foo album came out because I was, I was listening to something that I wanted to listen to also. And I think that was it. Uh, so great I was, album. I don't know if I'd say great, but they, they've got a couple of gems in there. Uh, yeah. Well, well, we'll see them live later this year. So. That's right. Uh, so I go to a bar that is literally right next to my gate, and I just hang out there. And my flight takes off at like three fifty or something like that, and boarding starts like twenty thirty minutes before that. So I'm sitting at the bar, I'm having a couple drinks, working on stuff. Boarding comes around, and I go, "Well, I'm right next to it. I don't care about getting a good seat because I'm by myself. I'm just gonna hang out here until, you know, a couple of minutes before it takes <laughs> off." So everybody can see where this is going. Yeah. It's 10 minutes prior to when this plane is supposed to take off. And I go, all right, well, I should go over there now. I pack up my stuff. I show up 10 minutes left. Nobody's there. There's no airplane at the end of the little ramp. (laughs) That thing took off more than 10 minutes early. I didn't know they were allowed to do that. No, oh, they didn't call for you or anything. They didn't be like, oh, it's custom. I don't know. Maybe they did. I was listening to music. <laughs> I couldn't hear anything. But even if they did, they left early. You uh, know, uh, when does an airline ever do anything early? I don't what know. What the hell happened there? And if so, how can they leave early knowing that at least one passenger isn't on that plane? Like that. There should be a rule or a law against that. Because if I had been running on time just to get to the airport, I would have missed that flight still. Right. No, I I mean, you didn't get any emails. Like, the airline that I fly to, because it's cheap, uh, is also another name for a ghost. Um, <laughs> they... Uh, <laughs> spirit? You know? <laughs> They're not sponsors. They're not sponsors. <laughs> we'll just call them ghost flights. <laughs> but uh, they, they never run on time. <laughs> they never run on time. No, no airlines do. I've never been on a plane that takes off when it's supposed to. Right. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm the idiot here. Maybe takeoff means literally when the wheels 
leave the runway <laughs> when it when it taxis away from the boarding ramp. Right. Maybe I'm the bozo. I don't know. I don't care. I'm blaming them. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I'm you're sitting. So you're standing there having your Kevin McAllister lost to New York moment <laughs> at the yeah, airline. I, I literally sit down in a chair there. I'm like, well, what do I do now? <laughs> I got the whole week off work. I don't want to pay to to like get a new flight to DC. Did they uh, did they ever reimburse you or anything or? No. No. no you just said. Okay. I just I. I don't know, I, I sat there for, you know, five, ten minutes as people kind of stared at me like, why is this dude sitting alone by himself at a gate that doesn't even have an airplane? <laughs> Did he get checked by security twice? Yeah, so, <laughs> I don't know, I decided whatever effort goes into getting a different flight to D.C. is not worth it because I don't want to go to D.C. that bad. I only picked it because it seemed somewhat interesting and the cost was right. Right. Uh, and I've always wanted to go to the Grand Canyon, so I literally, I already had my bags packed, so I took the train back home, I picked up a blanket from my apartment, and then I got in my car and I started driving west. Wait, why did you pick up a blanket? Were you uh, not getting a hotel? Yeah, I, I had spent money getting an Airbnb in D.C., which was too late to cancel, so I that was more money that was burned essentially oh. so i didn't want to have to pay for a hotel so i knew i'd be sleeping in my car <laughs> what? which is a mini cooper for the record right. <laughs> <laughs> so you uh, slept in your car well that trip <laughs> i bet you slept every day in your car well there was one point where i i did get a hotel uh actually i there were two nights where i got a hotel in colorado right so not quite every night, but most nights, yeah. All right, so you, so you got this blanket because you were gonna, you were gonna uh, hobo it. Yeah. So you got this blanket, you got in your car, and you headed west. And yeah, and by this time it's like seven, seven thirty p.m. at night, so it's already getting pretty late. Uh, and I just plugged Grand Canyon into my phone, and blindly <laughs> followed the directions. <laughs> uh. And, oh, you know, I'm kind of glad I started that night because driving through Nebraska and everything directly west of us is just so crappy and boring. There's nothing worth seeing there. Yeah, Nebraska Nebraska's a state lower than I am. That's right, people. I'm in South Dakota. Uh, <laughs> it is pretty boring. Yeah, South Dakota's pretty boring too, though. I, you know what? I, I will agree with you there. Um, once you get past, once you get past Chamberlain, uh, here, which is like middle of the state, it's actually quite beautiful. You get to see the, the black Hills and, and all of that. It looks, it's really nice. You know, know, that's kind of how Colorado is too. The east end of it is pretty boring and sucks, but the west end of it is really interesting and beautiful. So you drove, you drove through boring old Nebraska, which I've performed at a couple times. (laughs) I bet you can't wait to go back. Woo! Omaha is a great place to to perform at. Um, I have performed in, like, small towns. Lincoln is a pretty cool place, too. That's where uh, University of Nebraska is at. Yeah. I have heard uh, good things about Omaha. Omaha is fun. 
Omaha is fun. I, I will say that. So you headed west. You drove through uh, Nebraska at night. Yeah, well, I don't, I'm not sure if I made it all the way out because it was so late that by the time I got to the western edge of it, I, I was tired and I just I picked a rest stop and crashed. Pulled into a Walmart. (laughs) You know what? I think sleeping in a Walmart parking lot is scarier than sleeping at a rest stop. All the people who are, like, afraid to sleep in their cars because they think those are scary spots. Yeah? I wouldn't be. I think they're just fine. They got lights that never turn off. There are lovely truckers and sex workers walking around. It's a good time. (laughs) At At the rest stops? No, I didn't see it. Okay, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> like, wait a minute. <laughs> so you saw the you saw the Grand Canyon. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, Grand Canyon was great. It was like an entire week of my life where I had virtually no human interaction at all. Uh, oh, which... it must be nice. I think most people would love to not talk to people. <laughs> yeah. You know what? It was by the end of that trip, I was I was dying to talk to somebody or at least see a human face to face that i knew uh but the the trip itself was like a nice little hard reset on everything really yeah i Uh, I bet i i i say that really in a good way i'm sure that was good for you yeah it, it was great and finally going somewhere that i've always said that I wanted to go. I, I feel like the Grand Canyon is a pretty like pedestrian and mundane thing to want to do. Mm-hmm. Cause like it's a standard like family vacation spot. I've uh, never took my family. <laughs> well, you should. It's a good time. I don't like my family enough to do that. No, I no I'm, just... <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love my kids. I took them to Disney world. Like that's the Grand Canyon, right? Ugh, Disney world. I, I don't know. I, I could see the appeal to an extent, but I think it would just get so overwhelming and tiring so quickly. You know what? You got you got to take them at the right age, and I think Abby and I uh, took them at the right age. And yeah. I would say it was it was fun just watching them uh, interact with these characters that they've grown up watching, and you know, getting to hug Peter Pan or you know, getting the wave to Maleficent and, and whatnot. It was really cool, and. Uh, Abby and I had gone as adults uh, a couple years prior. So, yeah, like we had gone as kids. Um, I don't know why I say that. <laughs> no, we we had gone uh, just just by ourselves. And Abby had always told me, like, we need to go to Disney World. And I'm like, all right, all right, all right. So we, we – Well, she's we went... a big Disney fan. She's got she a is. tattoo for each princess, right? Right. Yes, she is a, she is a big Disney fan. And um, – so we went, and she convinced me that we needed to stay there for a whole week. And I was like, four days. <laughs> and she's like, no, a week. So we stayed a week. Uh, compromises. We stayed a week, <laughs> and it was one of the most fun trips I have ever had in my entire life. Like, Disney World is the coolest place to go, even as an adult. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. So Disney World is a sponsor. Uh, <laughs> that's just a stupid joke for me now. <laughs> that's just a stupid joke for me. Um, but I I highly recommend it. I highly recommend it. So, But uh, you see the Grand Canyon, and then you have to drive back through Colorado. Yeah, well, 
first on my drive there before getting to the Grand Canyon, I knew I'd be going through Colorado, but I didn't, you know, I, I just literally punched it into Google Maps and kept going, so I didn't really know what that entailed. Mm-hmm. So I'm in a Mini Cooper using summer tires that I buy to do autocross with. So and they, and what time of year were you going? <laughs> uh, February. So it's it's early February, and I'm driving through the mountains in the middle of, I think, not the middle, like the end of a blizzard, and there are literally trucks tipped over on the side of the expressway, and I'm losing traction every half second because <laughs> I didn't I didn't realize, and this is definitely me being an idiot that driving through the mountains means that you drive to the top of the mountain and then back down it for some reason i was kind of like well you, you just kind of drive around them and it's really long and twisty it takes an hour to get anywhere because there are so many turns to get around the high points no you you drive up it <laughs> uh and at that point in time i didn't realize how lucky i was with that because on the way back i was 100% in the middle of the blizzard on my way going up the mountain when I first get there and I make it maybe halfway up until I literally cannot move anymore. This needs my to be kid. a movie. This sounds like the perfect storm. <laughs> yeah, it was it was horrifying because you know, it's a it's still an expressway in the mountains. So you're going 70ish miles an hour and I'm just slowly like going going slower and slower until suddenly it's five miles an hour at best and then just kind of backwards a little bit <laughs> not <laughs> forwards anymore oh no uh, yeah and it, it's busy there's a lot of cars out there it's because everybody uh, wants to get high yeah <laughs> both, both physically and mentally right they wanted to get to the top okay so. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, you got yeah. stuck. Yeah, I got I got stuck maybe three-fourths of the way up this mountain. Uh, and I just – I kind of pulled over, and I didn't quite know what to do. So I was just kind of chilling there for a few minutes, kind of weighing my options on how I thought this situation was going to play out. Uh, well, uh, how long did it take before death rolled on <laughs> to yours? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I was kind of thinking that. I was like – I don't know how long these storms normally last. How long do I realistically be stranded here? <laughs> how long yeah, do Colorado blizzards <laughs> go? <laughs> yeah. And, and will it bury my car? You yeah. know, will I right. get be stuck or is it going to melt away? When did you accept your fate? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, about 30 seconds <clears throat> in, I, uh, I start contemplating just ending it early so I don't have to suffer through it. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> but legitimately, I was sitting there maximum ten minutes trying to decide what the best option for me is, and a tow truck pulls up in front of me. Like they they must just patrol that area <laughs> looking for dumbasses like me. Don't know how to properly navigate this earth. Well, what are you doing here? Yeah, so he just he pulls up in front of me. Goes, hey, are you stuck? Yeah. Of course, I'm not hanging out on the shoulder of this busy express. Wait, did you fun. say that to him? No, I wasn't a dick. I was like, <laughs> I, my tone was very much like, yeah, uh, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
Uh, and you're like, all right, well, uh, 120 bucks, I'll take you to the peak. Like, what do I do at the peak? And he goes, I don't know, but I'll take you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a lift to the top, and then you're on your own. Yeah, that was pretty much it. I was like, all right, well, fine. Chain me up, take me there. So he, he chains me to the back of his tow truck, and then he gets stuck. <laughs> He's trying to pull me out, and something something's wrong with uh, with his truck. He's just not getting enough torque, uh, even though he's got his chains on. So there are just sparks flying at my car <laughs> as we're going nowhere at all. He tries that for maybe fifteen minutes until he gives up and he comes back. And he's like, "All right, I gotta leave you here." But I called a friend who's got a flatbed. He'll he'll be. <laughs> See ya. It's like, wait, where's my 120 bucks? Well, I hadn't paid him yet, thankfully. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so he just he disappears, and I sit there for like 15 more minutes until the flatbed shows up. Which, thank God, it was only 15 minutes. These, they legit, their their entire business model must be drive up and down the mountain looking for an idiot in a mini cooper who got stuck. Uh, we got one. All hands on deck. Yeah. <laughs> And he loads me, this new guy loads me into his flatbed with me still in the car, which I did not expect. I thought I'd be up in the cab with him or something. But he was like, no, I'm just going to throw you up here. So I was just in my Mini Cooper on the back of this truck driving around. With It It felt like how I imagine it's like to be filming a car scene in a movie <laughs> where they're not actually driving the car, but they're on a flatbed, so it looks like they're driving. <laughs> and you're just turning the wheel every so slightly. Yeah. <laughs> and like in the background, you're not even turning that way. Yeah, it was really fun. Like being a little kid at the park where there's just that random steering wheel attached to one of the walls there. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's too funny. Too funny. So you make it to the te- the, the peak. Yeah, where they have... A, uh, a little exit ramp that goes nowhere. It's like maybe a hundred foot long ramp. It looks kind of like the runaway truck spots. Okay. But you know it's not because it's at the peak. Your, your truck is not running away at the very top of the mountain. Uh, and that, that must be the, uh, the landing strip for all the idiots who had to get towed to the top. Uh, so they, they just drop me off there and take my money and drive away. Uh, so then I, this was one of the nights where I stayed in a hotel because it's still, it's a, it's a really harsh blizzard. So I just get back on the expressway, but going down. So that way I'm not going to stop, but also I'm not going to stop if I have to. Kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> so I just, I get off at the first exit, pull into the town, which of course the hotels in that town were on the opposite end of where the entrance ramp to the expressway is at no that's just a bad business model (laughs) yeah right it was really weird so it took me so long to get to the hotel i held up traffic so (laughs) so much (laughs) because when the light would turn green i was just moving maybe five inches at a time so i'd be like stuck in the middle of the intersection not going anywhere because there's so much snow that i can't move (laughs) oh george oh so so glad you made it made it out all right say 
went, so I, I did, I, I got to a hotel and I just crashed the night there. And I, I called dad at one point. I was like, Hey, just so you know, I'm stranded out of town and tomorrow morning I'm going to wake up and, uh, you know, hopefully it'll be done snowing by then. I'm just going to go down the rest of the mountain. If I don't contact you after that, assume I'm dead and call the police. please. <laughs> <laughs> so that must've been when dad called me because he, cause he was like, Hey, have you talked to George recently? I'm like, who? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, no. And he said, George is stuck in Colorado. I'm like, how, why is he in Colorado? I'm like, he didn't tell me he was going to Colorado because he could have come and seen me. And uh, he just started to explain how you were an idiot and had had a beer or four and missed the missed the flight to D.C. Yeah, I actually I didn't tell anyone that I went to the Grand Canyon, uh, which made it a little bit more fun for me. Like I, I could have legitimately just right driven into a ditch and died and nobody would know. This and, is true. Because I'm kind of sick, I thought that was a little exciting. <laughs> Who needs fish and air conditioners when I can just not tell anybody what I'm doing? That's right. <laughs> well, I, it sounds like it was a, an exciting trip. And I can't believe I held off on waiting for that story <laughs> because that was a good story. <laughs> yeah, it, it was such a good trip. And because I didn't know what the route was there, I was just blindly following what my phone said to do yeah i didn't i didn't realize i'd be driving through uh monument valley Uh uh-huh so for that to just happen unexpectedly where i i turn a corner and suddenly there are just these great cliff formations and these giant pyres of rock and everything uh it, it was just unreal that that moment and going through that without realizing that was coming (laughs) <laughs> that it, that sounds honestly incredible and honestly an experience that uh i would like to to one day have and take i just i have to i can't just I, I know i can't just up and leave my kids <laughs> and my wife all right i'm out for a week <laughs> bye sickos i don't know why i call them <laughs> sickos um uh but uh that that sounds like a, a lot of fun, and I think you know you and I have been talking about um, a road trip out to uh, San Francisco to to visit a family member. I think we should. Uh, I think we should maybe just do that. Maybe you fly in here and we just plop it into the GPS and just see where where the world takes us. That that would be really fun if I could score the PTO. Yeah. Of just. Uh just going out there I, I think that'd be a great trip same here and i you know what and i i'll do the method of not as of sleeping at a uh, uh at a rest stop i'll do that too i'll hobo it with you you should it saves a lot of money and it only hurts a little bit only hurts a little bit. <laughs> i don't sleep anyway so i'm sure i'm one of i'd be one of those who'd be like all right <laughs> let's just drive through it so all right you can do that then and i'll just crash sounds good sounds good i'll call the cops when i can't find you (laughs) (laughs) oh wait he was just sleeping here in the car next to me (laughs) all right so how are you feeling how i feeling yeah how are you feeling we're on a round of applause no we're like we're 55 minutes in yeah how are you feeling feeling good feeling all right feel satisfied for the most part (laughs) all right so 
I like to, because this is our first episode and this is what we're going to do every episode, I, I want to bring, I want to end uh, every episode with something fun and exciting. We could do best dad jokes. We could do um, odd news. We can do my wife or Ariana Grande where I say something my wife says or a lyric from an Ariana Grande song and you have to pick who's who. Uh or we, uh, or we can play impressions, and you have to do an impression, and I have to guess who you're doing, and you and I have to do an impression, and you have to guess who I'm doing. Oh, I I definitely want to do your wife or Ariana Grande. Okay, I wasn't prepared <laughs> for you to say that, so I didn't prepare prepare that one today. No, so. <laughs> Uh, so uh, you got. I really want to know what Abby says. Those are similar to Ariana Grande lyrics that you can't tell the difference. <laughs> My wife is Ariana Grande. I don't even know why I chose Ariana Grande. I don't even know if I'm saying her name right. She sounds like something I order at Starbucks. I don't know. Ariana Grande. Ariana Grande. Would she be a sponsor? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> this today's episode is sponsored by Ariana Grande. Yeah, I don't know that musical artists normally sponsor podcasts, but I'm sure we can ask. <laughs> All right. We're going to play uh, Odd News, okay? Odd News. Uh, you, I basically will read you the headline and part of the news story, and you have to guess where in the world that this took place, okay? So... Is this going to be guessing like a, a city and state? You can guess a just a state or a country. A place okay, of business. So it's definitely world news. It, not, yes. Not it, just yep. It's international. It's national. It's it's all of the above. It could be anywhere. Okay. So the first. Oh, I'm going to be so bad at this. <laughs> I think everybody's going to be so bad. Police find 8,000 pounds of stolen oranges in traffic stop. <laughs> 8,000 <laughs> 8, pounds? 8, pounds. Five suspects were arrested in blank after police officers carrying out a traffic stop found vehicles loaded with more than 8,000 pounds of stolen oranges. <laughs> stolen oranges? Okay, I was going to say, why are they confiscating oranges? But, so, <laughs> there's a... a Big orange heist. Yes. Authorities released images of two cars and a van overloaded with the fruit after an alleged theft. The suspects were stopped last week when a patrol became suspicious of the vehicles driving in a convoy at night. Like, like that's a lot of oranges. They became suspicious, so they pulled them over. Okay. The arrests uh, were important not only in thwarting theft, but also in preserving the food security of the possible consumers who would have had these oranges. And that is the end of the article. Five people were detained. So, <laughs> huh, what's odd about that truck or that van with all those oranges in it? So where in the... I, I will tell you that this took place um, outside of the United States. Yeah. I was going to say definitely not the United States because I feel like I would have heard something about that because of how ridiculous it is. Uh, I want to say somewhere with a decent climate if they've got oranges. Mm -hmm. 
You know, you're not going to be growing those in Russia. <laughs> uh, These are good Russian oranges. <laughs> but also a more developed country if their concern is the safety of whatever consumers get these oranges <laughs> I want to know what they were going to do with the oranges what, there must be a black market what country has a black market for oranges you, hey, these are good naval oranges <laughs> come check these out uh, alright I've got to I've got to guess somewhere in Asia I want to say it's not Asia not Asia. Not Asia. Uh, More Western European. Europe? Okay. Uh, Spain or Portugal? Spain! You got it! Ding, 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 ding. Bingo. <laughs> southern Spain. Spain. Has an orange black market. I only guessed that because that's on the southern end of Europe. That's uh, the only reason I picked that. The city of Seville, Spain. Seville, Spain. Okay. All right. Oh, they're very civil with their oranges, aren't they? <laughs> hey. <laughs> All right. Here's the, here's the next one. <laughs> Poop train carrying human... <laughs> sorry, I can't read that out loud. Poop train <laughs> carrying human waste cleared after months of squatting in this blank town population of 982 became the butt of jokes yep after complaining <laughs> that the smell from the train was making the outdoors unbearable the oh, mayor of I this tiny this. <laughs> the mayor of this tiny town posted wednesday on facebook that train cars carrying human waste from new york were finally emptied and cleared and should be removed soon these cars were sitting idle for more than two months after a neighboring county went to court to block the train's passage. Oh, Xlax would have I helped read that. About this. <laughs> I forget where it was at. Though. Wait, why did you read about this? Who just? <laughs> uh, I. It was on Cracked, I think. On Cracked.com, they had an article about it. <laughs> where do you think this happened? About 10 million pounds. No, no. Before the train cars were emptied, about 10 million pounds of human poop were on the train that came from waste management facilities in New York. Oh my uh, goodness. I feel like New Jersey would be the obvious guess, but I know that's wrong. No, 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 no. It's Alabama. Parish. Alabama. Parish. I, Alab I thought <laughs> Alabama smelled like shit anyways. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why it took them two months to know. Right, exactly. <laughs> Alabama's the sponsor of this episode. Um, <laughs> Thank you, taxpayers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, lastly, this one is my personal favorite. Grocery sees dirty word in summa cum laude censors cake. A woman isn't happy a grocery store censored her honor graduate son's cake, which was supposed to include the Latin phrase summa cum laude. Kara Kaczynski <laughs> told the Washington Post, that's not a hint, a cake online from uh, Publix that was supposed to say, congrats, Jacob, summa cum laude, class of 2018. 
She says the online message did uh, box did not like the word come. <laughs> There's come on my cake. <laughs> you can't, we cannot have come on our cakes. <laughs> There's no coming on cakes. The Latin word for it's with. really for sanitary reasons. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, the Latin word for with, the computer marked it as a naughty word and substituted three hyphens. <laughs> Kaczynski yeah, then I filled in a box. I Casey, but I read this one, too. You did? Oh, my God. Yeah, this one I know is from one of the Carolinas. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember which, though. You are right. It is for one of the, uh, the Carolinas. Uh, and did the woman go on, like, a... I think it, it became news because she... Uh, there was, like, a big Facebook thing about it, right? Uh, I don't see that. Oh, wait, there might have been. Um, no, I don't see that on there. I don't. No, she no. said she filled in a box for special instructions explaining the Latin word and placed the $70 order. Another family member picked up the cake not knowing what it was supposed to say. It came with the hyphens. <laughs> this <laughs> That just goes to show you how uneducated South Carolina is. Ah, oh, damn it, I gave it away. Uh, so, it's, a, it's a game of hangman, you know, you have to guess right. uh, Pat Sajak is there at the at the bakery. He's like, What letter would you like to buy? Could I buy a U? <laughs> Vanna's back there writing a U on the cake. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we've got Suma Ooh Laude. <laughs> I'd like to guess. <laughs> she spins a bankrupt and she doesn't get her cake. <laughs> now that would be a fun <laughs> Yeah, let's go to the prices right or no, not the prices right. Wheel of Fortune Bakery. <laughs> oh man, that would be good. All right. So <laughs> that is that's weird news. Um, so would you like to uh, let's have you uh, uh, end with two things? One, what is your best dad joke? Oh, man, my best dad joke. Yes. Shoot, I don't know if I know any. I, I here's mine. Why do hot dogs look the same? Uh, because they're inbred. a man wakes up from the hospital after a serious accident and he says doctor i can't feel my legs and the doctor says i know that's because we amputated your arms (laughs) (laughs) i had to go to hr about having an erection at my desk I was just hard at work. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> all right. What's what's brown and sticky? I don't know. What's brown and sticky? A stick. <laughs> right, that's, all I got. <laughs> that's dumb. Okay. All right. So we like to end uh, every podcast, uh, even though this is the first one, uh, with your famous last words. So uh, it, it, imagine that you are in that snowbank in Colorado. <laughs> um, 
What what are your famous what would you like your famous last words to be? I'm I'm gonna have to stick with what I said before, specifically in the tone of how I said it before. <laughs> which is oh, I'm I'm gonna need more time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna need more time. It's so funny. <laughs> I'm gonna need more time. All right. Those are the last words from George. Famous last words from George Kustak. Uh, Thanks, everybody, for listening.